psychedelics are illegal not because a loving government is concerned that you may jump out of a third story window psychedelics are illegal because they dissolve opinion structures and culturally laid down models of behavior and information processing they open you up to the possibility that everything you know is wrong but hallucinogens are a value changer the primacy of experience and the dignity of the individual of cognitive liberty the fact that as adults if we're not hurting anybody else we should have the right to explore the contours of our own consciousness without any mediation or legislation on the part of somebody else we don't need new laws that control our consciousness and rigidly place it in a prison for the state to have transgressed the consciousness of free sovereign adults is a grotesque abuse of human rights reject authority authority is a lie and an abomination it's not real it opens up windows doors of perception all this huxley called them and you see things different Embrace this issue of cognitive freedom and i think we're going to see transformation in consciousness information is power never have the opportunities for infiltration insurrection and hell raising been more present at hand but we have to seize the opportunities the opportunities seize the opportunity Welcome to Micadelic. Wow, it's happening. It's crazy. Well, that's the podcast, guys. That's it. Uh, pretty much everything I wanted to say is all in that intro. <laughs> anyway, that is... Um, yeah. Muse. Uprising. Rise up. Take the power back, people. Uh, do you guys feel like there's a revolution happening? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe there's something going on. Something's brewing. Uh, and it's just happening in a different kind of way. So, big news in the psychedelic community this week. We got uh, this LSD study that's out. That's basically confirming what anyone who's ever done LSD already knows. That it frees your mind, man fucking whoa connects you to everything bro <laughs> yeah we know we've known since uh aldous huxley told us in fucking 1934 thanks for the next information suits got uh maddie jester skulls in the building over here say what's up hello there we go so I just want to talk about this episode is going to be kind of like a short one and I'm just going to talk about like why I'm doing this what's it all about uh what the show is going to going to be about and uh well, why we have Maddie here we might as well just ask so Matt do you, do you have any uh, experience with uh the psychedelics no nothing nothing beyond all right thank you okay <laughs> moving on no I'm just kidding <laughs> I mean besides weed I mean I've done ecstasy a couple times oh yeah that really counts right that, that counts count? yeah yeah it that sucked counts. both times it, you didn't have a good And I was uber experience. depressed like three months after mm. each time. It was a okay. mess. Okay, not really helping the podcast here. but <laughs> I also have mental illness, so that could have been it. Well, so do I. So that's a good segue because that's, you know, that's one of the major things that these psychedelics are doing to help people with, you know, mental illness, if, if that's what you want to call it. I mean, it's kind of hard to really pinpoint what a mental illness is. 
But like, I know for myself, like I, I suffer from depression and, um, you know, taking these kinds of things, taking MDMA, taking LSD, taking, uh, mushrooms really helps me, uh, combat the, the depression. So, um, now we're finally being like validated in the scientific community. We got organizations like MAPS, the multidisciplinary. <laughs> it's so it's, I always struggle with that because it's a fucking big word, and it's not, I'm not good with that. But multidisciplinary association for psychedelic studies, headed by Rick Doblin, who's been making the rounds on the podcast circuit, talking to Joe Rogan, talking to Duncan Trussell. Um, I think he was on uh, Bulletproof uh, Radio talking to Dave Asprey. But this guy, this guy is like my hero, man. This guy is like the one that's pioneering psychedelic studies with, uh, you know, they're, they're, proving, they're proving stuff right now for soldiers uh, with like PTSD. They're, they're showing that like MDMA therapy is like really, really helping these people get over traumatic events. You know, I mean, you're... Fucking, fucking a! I mean, we we need that kind of shit, right? Like, I mean, look, our our loving government has uh, has rounded up you know these guys and sent them overseas to go blow people up and watch people get blown up, and then they come back here and then you know the VA tells them to go fuck off or whatever. They can't get the help they need. These things are so important to kind of like start to to heal all of the the problems that we are facing in our society and soldiers from coming back from war is a big one. Veterans, we got to make sure that we take care of them properly. So this guy's doing tremendous stuff uh, with MAPS and uh, MDMA is, is proving to be a, a healer. And I think that, that that is a great approach that this organization is taking and others that are out there that are doing this kind of stuff because they're integrating it into kind of mainstream society, which is, you know – it's it's important because it kind of it shows look taking these kinds of drugs you know people most people have the opinion that you're just like a hippie or whatever and i think that a lot of us have been indoctrinated to believe that there's a lot of dangers associated with this kind of stuff but these guys the ones that are doing the scientific and you know testing and analysis they're the ones that are legitimizing it and you know not that we well i guess we do but it's just it's just important because it, it, it shows people in the mainstream that there are a lot of positive things that can come of this and it kind of doesn't, you know, it kind of like de-vilifies them if that's a, if that's a word uh, or whatever. And, you know, Maddie, who has a split personality disorder or fucking, I don't know, eats like rabbits or something. What, what's your mental illness? Uh, I was diagnosed with bipolar disorder. Okay. Yeah. Com- yeah. That's kind of a common one. Yeah. I think it's hard. Personally, I think it's fucking hard not to be mentally ill in this fucking crazy yeah. civilization that we live in. I mean... You know, and taking enough, like, psychedelics makes you kind of realize that, too. Like, holy shit. Like, what the fuck? Everyone's fucked up. Yeah, everybody is fucked up. But everybody, everybody's just walking around pretending like they're not. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, I'm, I'm, you ever, like, w- like walk down the street and, like, just have crazy thoughts? Like, just, you know, like, yeah. you're, you're thinking about, like... I mean, there's... Everybody's doing that. We're all doing that. Yet when we encounter each other, it's like, oh, hello. Well, I'm perfectly normal. You're perfectly normal. All right. Let's just try and outnormal each other. It's funny because like everyone has this thought, and Bill Burr had a bit about it, where you're right. driving and you just you think about that 
quarter inch turn where you're running that. over yeah. fucking 20 people. It's like everyone has that crazy thought. Yeah. I, I had a thought yesterday. They were, they were doing construction work across the street from me. It's been going on for like six months. It's driving me nuts. And they're over the time. It's pe- past 6 p.m. And I was just like, I, I, I'm just going to launch like a hammer at this guy. Yeah. I just want to fucking just annihilate this, this uh-huh. guy's fucking face. Um, but I didn't. Of course, that's what separates, right? Like Bill Burr said, that's what separates yeah. the psychos from the not psychos. So I used to say all kinds of twisted shit in school. Yeah. My parents would get called in. And it came to a point where my father was like, listen, unless he's running down the fucking halls of the hatchet, I don't want you to ring my phone again. Right. And that's it. Right. So, well, he's saying these weird things. It's like, did he do any of them? No. Well, then what are you fucking calling me for? Exactly. We all have weird thoughts. We all have weird thoughts, and it's perfectly normal, especially in school, uh, which is basically a fucking internment camp for children. <laughs> you know, I fucking hated school. I hated basically. All right, so this this podcast <clears throat> is, um, I guess if I was to like put it into a phrase or, or, or something, I would say I want to focus on cognitive liberty. Uh, freedom of consciousness, mind rights, as as I'm I'm putting it, because I think that right now we're at like a crucial point in time where there's a lot of uh, a lot of change happening, and you know we look at history and we look at you know people always fighting for fighting for rights, right? Because there's people who want to oppress people, and this is what we talk about on you know part of the problem a lot is that there's a group of individuals that don't like that don't approve of certain things they have invested a lot of time money and energy in a certain kind of game that they're playing and uh and these are the people that are at the top that are in charge of of this kind of system and who are benefiting off of it so when you introduce these these this kind of change into the into the game they don't like that they don't they don't like that they don't like that on a political level they don't like that on a you know, they don't like it on a cultural level, any area of the culture that challenges the status quo. So, but we have to, you know, as people, this is the constant kind of yin-yang uh, struggle and fight throughout history, right? It's always kind of people fighting to have rights, to have more rights. We fought for, well, I didn't fight for, but people fought for <laughs> the right, you know, for civil rights, for, you know, black black people fought for the for their rights People have fought for uh, women's rights, and then we saw recently, you know, gay rights. People fighting for gay rights, and so this is this is mind rights. This is the most important right that you have is like the 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 ability to decide how to alter your what to do, how to affect your own mind, how to change your your mind, and so. That's kind of what I want. I want to talk about. That's kind of what I'm going to be like. That's going to be kind of like the center focal point where everything else stems from. We're gonna. This isn't going to just be a podcast about drugs or or whatever or consciousness. We're going to talk about all those things, but it's going to be. That's going to be the core of it, and then it's going to be kind of everything that kind of relates to that from a, I like to say from a psychedelic point of view, from a psychedelic perspective. And I really think that libertarianism has, uh, has a big, strong connection with this because 
after all, I mean, we're fighting for liberty. We're fighting for freedom. We're fighting uh, to have the ability to alter our consciousness in whichever way that we choose, right? I mean, currently, the, the state allows us to operate in the, in the world, the realm of alcohol to prescription pills to, uh, you know, caffeine. You know, that's, that's an accepted way to, to alter your consciousness to kind of change the way that your brain chemically works and so we want to fight for the ability to smoke a plant or eat a mushroom you know or use a chemical like lsd and um be able to use these things in first of all in as tools because they are that that is that is like look we upgrade our lives right like with everything that we do in, in the world, we're, we're able to invent these like technologies, you know, computers, phones, cars. It enhances our ability to move forward, to, 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 to do things, to make life easier, to make it more efficient, to make it more fun, to increase our leisure time, etc. So I look at that. I look at the, the, the physical, tangible manifestation of creation in terms of what we're doing with with that stuff and then I apply it to these drugs because they're they're going to help us enhance our cognitive abilities they're going to help us enhance uh, help us heal and and do other things like that so they shouldn't be prohibited they certainly shouldn't be schedule one uh, drugs and that's why groups like MAPS and and other places like that are fighting for it so I want to talk about um, I want to talk about this LSD study that came out. So they had uh, 15 healthy people who were experienced users of, of LSD. They came into a lab in London, and they did these, these tests to see uh, how their brain functions. And you can go and you can look at this online. They show, like, you know, remember that old, like, commercial? It's like, this is your brain. Yeah. And they crack an egg, like, this is your brain on drugs. Ugh. That couldn't be more wrong. Right. Like this is they show this is your brain and there's like a little color area that's lit up in the corner of the brain. And then they show this is your brain on LSD. The entire brain is lit the fuck up like like a fucking neon EDM festival like Vegas, like Vegas, baby. I mean, it's and so it's just like it just confirms what like we've all known for forever. You know, it's like it it can it the 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 scientific um, explanation is that. What happens is when you take LSD is instead of the compartmentalized thinking that you have where certain areas of the brain are triggered, uh, what happens is LSD frees up and dissolves all of those borders and boundaries that are normally in place to help you think of certain things. That's why people say they, you know, they, they, uh, hear, they hear color and they see sounds, you know, yeah. because it's your brain is operating totally free of any obstruction or interference. Everything is connected and everything is firing uh, fast and, and very and very connected. That's why people always say, I feel connected with everything. I feel one with everything. So all this kind of cliched, like hippie stuff, like, man, everything is love. Everything is one is true because that's what happens chemically in your brain. So the brain, the way the brain uh, looks is comparable to a child, like a like an infant child. An infant child. If you're ever around an infant, like a, a, a child, I have a, I have a nephew. He's four or five months old. Five months old now. It's fucking trippy 
to look at a kid and look at his eyes and like look at him like discover his world and you can almost like look at him and then look at somebody who's tripping on like mushrooms or, or LSD and it's very similar it's a very similar kind of awe and curiosity seeing and like everything for the first time seeing everything exactly like you're looking at everything like it's new you're, you're, you're perceiving things in a different way because different areas of your brain are connecting to different areas of your brain <laughs> allow myself to introduce myself myself yeah so this is this is big big news and uh i i'm very curious to see uh what happens with this um i i, I think that you know i think that we're experiencing kind of like a silent revolution almost right now with this kind of stuff because in the 60s it came on hard and fast people were dropping acid like it was water and you know these fucking dirty hippies were all out in fields you know dancing saying free love it just it was too it was too quick too soon and it fucking rocked the establishment and they were like freaked out so boom you know we have this evidence now nixon launched the war on drugs why to crack down on anti-war hippies and black people. And um, of course they're going to do that. I mean, anything that makes you feel like you're connected to everyone that you're loving and, and all that kind of stuff is not good for business, for, for the establishment, for the, you know, the current system the way it is. So they demonized it, they vilified it, and, and they locked people up you know, for these nonviolent crimes. I mean, could you imagine you, know, these, these, you see these pictures of these like, hippies putting flowers into the, like, the guns of, of, these, like, you know, of the cops and all this kind of stuff? It's like, these guys are just preaching peace, and they're trying to stop like, this war that's going on all the way on the other side of the world, yet they're the bad guys? Okay, so I think the problem what happened was it just came on too hard, too fast. The revolution in the '60s got you know stomped out by by the establishment because there was no one really, there was no like kind of wise old elders to kind of lead the way, to like lead the charge, to kind of you know inject a little bit of like acceptable rationality and science into the equation. Now we have that, and you know, thank God for this guy Rick Doblin of Maps and. You know, other people are finding out about this stuff. I mean, we, we live in a time right now where, like, this, this internet that we're using, this computer that I have in front of me, the Mac, I mean, this was Steve Jobs said that, like, taking LSD was one of the most important things that he's ever done in his life. And so this internet that we're using, this computer that we're using, this, this whole thing is a literal manifestation of the psychedelic sphere. You know, Terrence McKenna and his brother Dennis McKenna, when they went in search of the ultimate psychedelic experience down in La Chorrera, where they, they set off to capture something in the psychedelic realm and bring it back into the real world. And I think that we, we, we are living in that time right now. This computer that we're using, the internet, this is a psychedelic experience that we're, that we're using. So now, you know, since Terrence is dead and guys like Alan Watts and, um, you know, Carl Sagan and, and these other kind of big proponents for psychedelics, these guys are kind of, you know, they're gone now. But you can use the internet and they're kind of like these digital wise old elders that are that have all of this content and all of this information online and you can go and you can really expose yourself to this and find out because that's what happened to me um 
that's that's kind of how I got into it. Like 2012 was like a huge year for me. I know that everyone was saying, remember like the 2012 theory? I thought we were going to die, so I, yeah. I did not have a fun year that year. Yeah, and that shitty John Cusack movie came out with like yeah. the fucking, with that, that Roland Emmerich, the guy who did Independence Day. That guy kind of sucks. But uh, yeah, there, it was a year for me because 2012 was the introduction of libertarianism to me with Ron Paul. 2012 was the first time that i took lsd and um it all kind of converged together for me and i started to i started to research all this stuff because i'll draw the parallels here like with libertarianism and with psychedelics both of these things i always kind of knew i always was in line with that kind of thinking you know like if that makes sense like i always was in line with that kind of thinking but i didn't know that there was like a deep bench of people involved you know because i was just never exposed to it i didn't learn about you don't you don't learn about this kind of stuff in school they don't teach this stuff from you they keep all this stuff away from you but once i started to realize that oh wait a second these guys started this LSD uh, experiments. Uh, LSD was created, but you know, because when you're a kid, you just think like, "Oh, this is like a street drug." You know, yeah. like you don't know anything totally. about it, right? Like you don't know anything about it. They tell you that you're just going to jump out of a window and kill yourself. So, you know, thank God for like these guys at Harvard: Timothy Leary, Ram Dass, who was Richard Alpert at the time, Ralph Metzner, and Andrew Weil. These guys fucking blew the lid off. And then I'm, you know, I'm looking at this. I'm going, if these Harvard guys are doing this, and back in the '60s, so ton of information out there, ton of 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 things that you can go and find, and um, it's really, really fascinating. It's really interesting to find find out what where this started what's this all about and then where we're going today and you know my whole thing is just trying to make life better because <laughs> it sucks it yeah. kinda, it's kind of shitty sometimes you know and i think that that as human beings like it's our responsibility to keep pushing the envelope keep keep pushing the limits of what we can do so any kind of restrictions any kind of limitations you know like this this fucking god-awful war on drugs you know the ban on on these these the demonization of these drugs and you know on the on the political sphere you know with with liberty not being kind of upheld to its highest standard i mean this is we have to fight to make sure that that's that's happening so uh i don't know you know i don't really know what else to to add but i just wanted to say that uh this is going to be what we're going to be talking about um and it's just i think it's gonna be really fun um I, I love talking about this kind of stuff you know some i feel like some episodes i'll probably just ramble and go into like real deep like weird places some episodes i want to have some guests on i want to like I want to tell some funny stories. I want to tell some, some, some cool adventures and some stuff like that, because that's another part of this, right? Like that's important. I mean, some of this, a lot of this stuff is used recreationally. It's not just for healing and for scientific, scientific purposes, therapeutic purposes. I mean, take, drop some acid and go like, do go to a concert, go to a music festival, take some shrooms, go to like a fucking cabin, lake house or whatever with your buddies. I mean, I've spent like just hours on the floor dying, laughing. So I think like, the fun aspect of this is really important too. So we're going to get into that as well. And, um, yeah. And I'm just like, I'm really, really excited about this. I want to play this like weird <laughs> clip from, uh, from Timothy Leary. And then we'll, we'll, we'll 
exit out on on that. But uh, if you don't know, Timothy Leary was the guy who kind of started this whole kind of psychedelic revolution thing, and uh, a lot. It's very he's very controversial, uh, controversial, controversial, blah blah. <laughs> controversial. Controversial. He's an extremely controversial figure. What voice is that? I feel like that's. I don't know. <laughs> he's an extremely controversial. So check out the. So before we go, just check out the that study that came out the 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 LSD study. It's all over the place. I mean, there's articles in Time Magazine, Business Insider. It's everywhere. Um, so this is this is pretty good for the for the movement. Um, and check that out and then listen to this weirdo timothy leary who is is he's funny he's strange but i think the message is important and i think and you know i really do think that the youth is uh is the future of course obviously so let's uh let's listen to some timothy leary and then let's get the fuck out of here and talk to you guys uh next week if there's any of you guys out there, I don't know who's listening to this right now, but hopefully some people. And um, that's another thing that I want to add is that if we you know, start to gain some, some listeners, some followers, uh, I, that would be re- uh, really nice to have like an active, engaging dialogue. So if you guys are, are interested in this kind of stuff, if you guys have questions, let's do a listener question thing on SoundCloud and uh, I'll, I'll read them and I'll answer them and, and all that kind of stuff. Any suggestions, let me know what you think. And uh, okay, here we go. A little, little Tim, Tim Leary. It's called, this is a record called Turn On, Tune In, Drop Out. You can, it's on Spotify uh, by Timothy Leary, PhD, and it's called A Message to Young People. And I think this applies today. This record is a message to young people, to people under the age of 25, and certainly to people under the age of 40. If you're over the age of 40, I'm not sure that you should listen to this record. What I'm going to say might make you mad. I don't like to get people mad. I particularly don't like to get people over the age of 40 mad because these are the people who have guns and handcuffs and prisons, a wide variety of instruments of metal with which they punish people who get them mad. Young people, for the most part, aren't so concerned with control and power They're much more involved in having fun, being curious, exploring their sensual equipment, making adventurous explorations, making love, trying to learn what it's all about. I have personal experience which has taught me how fierce people over 40 can be with those 
who challenge their beliefs. All right, so that was that was Timothy Leary, if <laughs> the weird Timothy Leary. But God, if you could just get over his weirdness, I mean, this guy has just pure gold. So I would I would suggest going finding this record. It's it's fa- it's fascinating. Smoke a joint, whatever. Just listen to this thing. It's so odd and so informative and so interesting. Very very interesting dude, Timothy Leary. Um, so yeah, I mean, basically, look, I mean, these in the intro clip, I played a little clip from Terrence McKenna talking about why psychedelics are illegal, right? I mean, obviously, it's not to protect people, you know, there's this loving, benevolent angels that we have in government are not concerned about the safety of, of individuals. They are interested in suppressing thought they 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 are the thought police in in a sense and they 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 don't want to allow people to expand their mind to free their mind to start thinking differently to think have unconventional thoughts because that threatens the elites uh the people in power the institutions and then all of a sudden what are we going to do with this big war machine uh empire that we've created right so i'm marching on the path to peace and uh, I'm marching on to do an episode of Part of the Problem. So listen to Part of the Problem and uh, subscribe and share and like and comment. And uh, hope to see you guys not next week but the week after for another episode of Mike Adelic, me and Maddie Jester Skulls. Maddie is looking at me like this show is going to be weird, man. Yeah, me and you, yeah. Yeah, weird. dude. I'm going to get Maddie to drop acid live on the show oh, one day. God, so that's so terrifying. I'm not even going to tell him. I'm just going to put it in his glass. Oh, that's too All scary. Right. <laughs> All right. Play us out. No, we don't have anything to play us out. Let's go then. All right. Peace, everybody. Happy Coachella season. Yeah. Peace.